Greetings, believer. Isn't it interesting to see how that many of God's children receive prophecies? The Bible tells us that prophecy comes to encourage, and many people receive prophecies. But then, it's also interesting to see that many of them either don't live to see the fulfillment of the prophecy, or the prophecy doesn't come to pass as was predicted. But why? Because there's a lack of understanding that prophecy in itself will not just come to pass. Did you know that prophecy has or comes with responsibilities? Listen to this word and learn how to make your prophecies come to pass. God bless you. Hallelujah. In the book of Luke, the Lord Jesus tells us that man ought always to pray. We ought always to pray. See, prayer is important because there is a fellowship. There's a fellowship that prayer builds. Praise God. But then, this topic today is going to help you understand why prayer is important. At least one of the reasons why prayer is important. Praise God. Now, as we introduce this topic, isn't it interesting to see how that when nothing is happening in your life, when there's nothing big, nothing great, nothing you're working on, even the devil is quiet on you, you see. Even he, he doesn't bother your uh, whereabouts. He doesn't bother about what you're doing. He's quiet. He leaves you alone because there's literally nothing that is happening in your life, you see. There's nothing that is happening. But as soon as there's something that the Lord begins to do, as soon as you take initiative to get something done, trouble begins. Isn't that interesting? Especially when the Lord speaks to you. Many of us think that when the Lord speaks, once the Lord has spoken, no form of trouble will come because the Lord has spoken. But isn't it interesting to see that every time the Lord gives you a word, especially a word of prophecy, trouble seems to increase even more than before you received this word. See, the Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, you see. There's a wrestling. There's a wrestling. Praise God. There's a spiritual war that many don't take seriously, that many overlook once they've received prophecy. Praise God. Now, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Bible tells us that He is the author and finisher of our faith. The book of Matthew, chapter 2. Matthew, chapter 2, verse... Let's start from verse 1 all the way to verse 5. The Bible says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, during the time of King Herod, the Magi from east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and we have come to worship him. Now you see, prophecy has been given. When the king Herod heard this, 
he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him when he called then he called right when he called together the people the people's chief priests and teachers of the law he asked them where the messiah was to be born in bethlehem in judea they replied for this is what the prophet said or the prophet had written now you see the prophecy has been given that a child is born a child is born the child is born and he shall be the king of jews right he is the king of jews right now but since he is a child he will have to grow up to become the king of jews look at the reaction immediately verse 7 then herod called the magi secretly and found out from them exactly the time that the star had appeared he sent them to bethlehem and said go and search carefully for the child as soon as you find him report to me so that i too may go and worship him now we know right we know that uh erod the king didn't really intend to worship him you see because verse 12 tells us and having been warned in a dream not to go back to erod the magi returned to their countries by another route you see verse 13 when they had gone an angel of the lord appeared to joseph in a dream get up he said take the child and his mother and escape to egypt stay there until i will tell you for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. You see that he is going to that means he will not stop until the child is dead. But you see good news came. Good news that finally the king is born. Right? Prophecy, good news. But you see immediately the prophecy was now public. Death threats followed. The child wanted to be killed. Verse 16 When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi he was furious and he gave orders to kill all boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were 2 years old and under in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi See that You see that So trouble came immediately Prophecy was made public or prophecy was revealed you see brothers and sisters what do you do after prophecy what do you do after prophecy has been given you because you see we come to church we pray and the lord gives words of knowledge or prophecy but what do you do after prophecy has been given do you sit relax and wiggle your toes as you wait for the prophecy to be fulfilled how do you take responsibility the bible says the angel told joseph get up and get to egypt that means there was responsibility within the blessing it said make sure the child is out of this country because the king will not stop until until the child is dead So they had to stay in Egypt until the king Herod was dead. You see, the Lord told them he will not stop until the child is dead. Many of you the devil 
fought you hardly or begun to fight you, especially after prophecy was given. You see, after prophecy was given. After prophecy was given. Hallelujah. Now you have to learn that prophecy comes with responsibilities. Praise God. See, this is not just a one-time occurrence, but it happens even even in the life of Moses it happened. Happened so many times. Brothers and sisters, you see, we, we have been given the Bible so that we may learn from them who went before us. The Bible says, follow them who through faith have obtained the promise. They went before us and their stories were written to us so that we may learn from them. Hallelujah. The same thing happened to Moses. Moses was the deliverer. You see, the people had been crying to God for a deliverer. Now the prophecy was given to Abraham that after 400 years of your your descendants captivity in another land in the land of Egypt I will get them out and the bible says that was actually the 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 prophecy that came to pass with the life of Moses you see because by the time Moses was living it was 400 and something years while the children of Israel were being uh, in the land of Egypt but then let's get to Exodus Exodus chapter 1 reading from verse 15 The king of Egypt said to the Hebrews midwives whose names were Shifra and Pua When you are helping the Hebrew women during childbirth on the delivery stool if you see that the boy the baby is a boy kill him but if it is a girl let her live The midwives however feared God and did not do what the king of Egypt had told them to do they let the boys live now you see this death or the killing of children just came at the moment at the moment which the prophecy was to be fulfilled you see they they were told Abraham was told that after 400 years a deliverer will come oh probably the devil wrote it down you know he noted it that after 400 years there's someone who's coming why is it that the king suddenly noticed that the israelites are many now just now how come how come you see that how come but then laws were issued laws were issued same chapter verse 22 then pharaoh gave this order to all his people every hebrew boy that is born you must throw into the nile but let the girls live you see brothers and sisters prophecy has responsibility prophecies have responsibilities they come with responsibilities hallelujah they come with responsibilities now what are you to do after prophecy what what do we have to do when prophecy has been given because i know that you are listening to me 
And there are so many prophecies over your life, you see. There are so many prophecies given about your life. But then what are we to do? What are we to do when prophecy has been given? Hallelujah. Let us take a good understanding of what to do from Elijah, the man Elijah. The man Elijah was the prophet who prophesied about something and he did something so that the prophecy actually may come to pass as was prophesied. 1 Kings chapter 18. 1 Kings chapter 18. Starting from verse 41. Now we're going to read 41 and 42 and then later on 43 up to 45. Praise God. Now the Bible says And Elijah said to Ahab, "Go eat and drink, for there is the sound of heavy rain. There's a sound of an abundance of rain." So Ahab went off to eat and drink. Now you see Elijah has prophesied to the king because by this time there was a famine, there was a drought for 3 years. There was no rain. There was no rain for 3 years. But after the prophet told the king, "Go and eat, rain is coming." See what the prophet did but Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel you see that bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees le parabai see that he went to pray he went to pray that's why i told you in the beginning the lord told us the lord told us that men ought always to pray we ought to pray we ought to pray Hallelujah. The Bible says the prophet prophesied, but he told the king, you know, you go on and eat. But himself, he went to the mountain. He went to the mountain, the Bible says, and look at the type of prayer. The Bible says he bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Look, he knew that he is going to be there for a while. This was not just You know the 15 minute prayer that we usually have no he knew he's going to be there for a while you see he knew he's going to be there for a while praise god now there's a follow up if we read from verse 43 verse 43 tells us that he had a servant and he would send that servant back and forth to see if there's anything happening now Remember he's the prophet he prophesied about it but he's still sending the servant to see if something is happening go and look to, towards the sea he told his servant and he went up and looked there is nothing there he said the bible says seven times elijah said go back seven times i wonder i wonder how long he had been praying between the seven times i wonder how many times he thought about quitting I wonder how many times he was discouraged between the, because you see the bible doesn't tell us how long was the the, the 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 period right but it tells us that seven times he did that verse 44 praise god the seventh time the servant reported a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea so elijah said Go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the rain stops you. You see? So until he had 
the validated proof until he saw a sign until he saw a sign then then he stopped brothers and sisters you received a prophecy but where is the sign where is the green light that god gave you did you follow up the prophecy did you follow up the prophecy verse 45 meanwhile the sky grew black with clouds the wind rose a heavy rain started falling and hair brought off to Jezreel you see you see that heavy rain started falling but you see the man who prophesied about the rain took his responsibilities he went back the bible says he climbed the top of the mountain look climbing a mountain is not 5 minutes you know he climbed the top of a mountain and he spent some time there because his servant had to come down from the mountain check if there's something happening then go back up there and tell him the bible says seven times he did this it took some time you see it took some time but the point is the point is he showed us a principle here see the book of ephesians ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 the bible tells us for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against rulers of the darkness of this age and against spiritual wickedness you know spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places hallelujah you see there are some forces that need to be dethroned the bible calls them rulers principalities this will not be dethroned by 5 minutes prayer Yes the prophecy has come but you see what the prophet did he went back to to destroy this rulers this you know to to break down anything that can withhold the prophecy even though even though if you actually read he said that there will be no rain without his word now of course he had to plead to god for the rain to come back because the bible tells us in the book of lamentations chapter 3 verse 37 that who can command anything to happen without the lord's permission right nobody can command anything to happen without the lord's permission but you see he was contending for the prophecy he prophesied about it but he was contending for the prophecy he had to see it happen this is why abacuc tells us i will sit upon my watch to see what he will tell me to see what he will tell me. brothers and sisters don't only hear what he has said abakuk said i'll position myself i will position myself to see what he will tell me to make it happen to get to see he says i'll position myself what is us positioning in prayer because you see i'm expecting from him praise god I'm expecting from it so I position myself to see what he has said. That's what Habakkuk taught us. These are principalities that we are fighting the Bible says. And the Bible lets us know something about them. Matthew chapter 17 verse 21. Matthew chapter 17 verse 21 the Bible says how be it that means however this kind goes not out except by prayer and fasting you see that so you received prophecy 
but you see 10 minute prayer won't make it happen the bible says we are wrestling and he says these kind will not go except by prayer and fasting we don't fast for 10 minutes hallelujah this prayer and fast this means it will take some days you know it will take some days a good illustration another good illustration of this principle is found in the book of Daniel. When we look at the story of Daniel, you see, these these men understood this principle. That's why they got results. That's why they got results. Results that we are not getting today. Daniel chapter 9. Daniel chapter 9. We're going to read verse 1 to 3. Now, the Bible says, In the first year of Darius, son of Xerxes, a made by descendant, who was made ruler over Babylon, or the Babylonian kingdom. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures. So he was reading the scriptures, right, the books. He understood according to the word of the Lord given to Jeremiah the prophet, that desolation of Jerusalem was to last 70 years. So you see, on the 70th year, right, the desolation of Jerusalem was to cease, to stop. So what did he do? So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. You see, he heard the prophecy. He discovered that it was prophesied. So he went to inquire of the Lord. Many of us don't follow up our prophecies with prayers of inquiry, you see. But says he went to inquire of the Lord. Now, here's where I want you to pay attention. He went to pray, the Bible says. He went to pray. But then, go on to the next chapter, chapter 10, starting from verse 11. Chapter 10, starting from verse 11. Daniel, he said, Daniel, he said, You who are highly esteemed, consider carefully the words I'm about to speak to you. Now, here there's an angel who has appeared to Daniel. And stand up, for I have now been sent to you. And when he said this to me, I stood up trembling. Then he continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel. Since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of Persia's kingdom. You see that? The prince. Remember, we were told we were wrestling what? Rulers and principals. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Now, this is an angel. Mind you, this is an angel. He brought the answer. The angel told him, from the first day you set to pray, the answer was given. But the prince of Persia resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I've come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future for the vision concerns a time yet to come. You see that? Praise God. Now, this was an angel. The angel said the answer was given. You see, when the prophecy was given, when the prophecy was declared, it was ready so. Now, when Daniel found out about the prophecy, 
he went to do an inquiry through prayer about the prophecy. The Bible says his answers were already being given concerning the prophecy. You see. But then, for 21 days, for 21 days he was withheld. If you read the ninth chapter, the whole of it, you find that Daniel was praying for 29 days, 21 days. For 21 days he had been praying and fasting. You see, Jesus told us this kind does not go except by prayer and fasting. That means there is a re- we have to contend for our prophecies. Prophecies are given, but there is responsibility that comes with it. The follow-up, we have to contend to make it happen, to see prophecy happening. Hallelujah. This is why we fight for it, you see. Some of your answers, brothers and sisters, may be held. You have received the prophecy, but the fulfillment of the prophecy, the fulfillment of the prophecy is what you're waiting for. And the Bible tells us we wrestle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. See, the Bible tells us that we are to fight. But listen to what the Bible says. 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4. Praise God forever. Now God is a good God. He knows that we are to fight and therefore he has given us weapons. Hallelujah. He has given us weapons. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 4, the Bible says, the weapons we fight with are not weapons of this world. On the contrary, they are divine. They have divine power to demolish strongholds. Now, underline that word strongholds stronghold by definition a stronghold is a place that has been fortified so as to protect it against attacks the bible says the power of god has been given to us to bring down strongholds because the lord knows these places have been fortified to protect them against attack. So human attack on your issues cannot make the prophecy happen. You know, you may try to do it with your intellectual mind. It will not happen. Yes, the word of God was given. Yes, dates were given. You're even told that you will meet so and so. You see, many are delayed because of this. They don't understand that they are, they, are, they are struggling, fighting strongholds, strongholds, even though the prophecy is there, the stronghold is there. That is why the Lord has given us weapons. Why would he give us weapons if we're not supposed to be fighting, you see? It says strongholds. We bring down strongholds. Hallelujah. We bring down strongholds. Look at Daniel. The angel said, For 21 days I was held. For 21 days I was held. You see, there was something that he had to pray out. He had to pray out. The Bible says he prayed and fasted. He prayed and fasted. Brothers and sisters, prophecies come with responsibility. Hallelujah. Take your time. Analyze the prophecy. Read through the prophecy. Understand the prophecy. But remember, there is responsibility. There is a responsibility that you have. Praise God. There is a responsibility that you have. Hallelujah. So when you are given prophecy, don't just sit down, relax, and wiggle your toes as you're waiting for it to happen. No. 
there is responsibility. Praise God. But for what it's worth, some prophecies are given so that we can act upon them. God waits for your reaction, you see. This is why he told us men not always to pray. Hezekiah, Hezekiah, Hezekiah the king is a good illustration of this. If you read Isaiah 38, Isaiah 38 verse 1 to 3, the Bible says, In those days Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says, Put your house in order because you are going to die. You will not recover. Now you see the prophecy has been given that you're going to die. You see. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and what? And prayed to the Lord. You see, these men were not just receiving prophecy. They were taking it and doing something with it. They were acting upon the prophecy. The Bible says, verse 2, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Verse 3, remember Lord how I have walked before you faithfully and with whole heart devotion. And I've done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. See, he acted on the prophecy. He took it and went to pray. And glory to God, it worked. Hallelujah. It worked. If you read verse 4 to 6, the Bible says, Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. Go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord says. The God of your father David, I have heard your prayers and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life. And I will deliver you and this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see that? Brothers and sisters, you have been prophesied upon. You have been receiving prophecies it is time to act on prophecies contend for the prophecy to fulfill to be fulfilled contend for the fulfillment of the prophecy you see as you've seen there are prophecies that are given so that we can act upon to change things you know to change them but there are prophecies that we are acting upon to make them happen. Praise God. To make them happen. Hallelujah. This is why the Bible tells us. Now you're about to make it happen. Isaiah 66 verse 8. The Bible says, Who has ever heard such a thing? Can a nation be born in one day? But the Bible says, As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Glory to God. As soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. As soon as Zion travailed. How? In prayer. As soon as she travailed, she brought forth her children. The Bible says, A nation can be born in one day if you'd pray. If you'd pray with all your heart. A nation will be born in one day. See these men that we have seen up here. See what prayer did for them even though they received prophecy. Elijah, Ezekiah, you know, even though prophecy was given, they went to pray. Brother, it is time to bring forth those prophecies. Sister, it is time to bring forth those prophecies. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
you're listening to this podcast and you've never received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to give you this opportunity. The Bible says that who can overcome the world? Only him who believes that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. I'd like you to pray with me that you may be part of this family. I want you to say, Heavenly Father, I recognize that I'm a sinner. But I thank you that Jesus Christ died on the cross for my sins. I repent of my sins today and I receive you, Jesus Christ, as my personal Lord and Savior. Thank you, Heavenly Father. I'm now born again in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, believer, if you pray that prayer with us, according to the Bible, you are born again. That means in John chapter 1, verse 12, you have received the right to become a child of God. Now that you're a child of God, we'd encourage you to get a Bible and read more about the one whom you have believed in, who is Jesus Christ. And we'd encourage you also to be part of um, a Bible-based church, a church that believes in the Bible and preaches the Bible. If you can find a church around you or near you, you may follow us through the link below. Thank you and God bless you.